Welcome everyone to the Every Woman Network podcast, a chance for you to engage with some fresh ideas for you and your career development. In this episode, you'll hear from Every Woman expert Jodie Goldman as she teaches us how to set and protect your boundaries when you're a people pleaser. Jodie is a personal impact coach and experienced international speaker. She's worked with thousands of professional and business owners. Her corporate clients include companies like Google, RBS, The Savoy, Sony, IG, and The Post Office. In this post-pandemic hybrid working world, there's a lot of talk around the importance of setting boundaries, creating non-negotiables around how you choose to work, and drawing a line between your professional and home life. However, this is easier said than done, particularly if you're someone who is more comfortable putting others' needs before your own, who tends to avoid conflict, or if you just want to be seen as a nice person. In this session, you're going to learn how to both create and protect your boundaries. We will cover practical techniques for saying no with confidence and learn how you can handle tricky conversations that might arise as a result. Firstly, I'll leave it to Jodie to ask us a few questions to determine whether or not we have poor boundaries as people pleasers. Have you ever said yes to things you didn't really want to do? Do you ever feel like you've given away too much of your time? So maybe you are so busy doing so many things for so many people and there's not that much time left for you or your needs or a bubble bath or doing nothing. (laughs) Have you ever broken promises that you've made to yourself so this is like a real let's be honest moment for example I'm totally gonna go to the gym next week and then you don't I'm totally gonna say no next time they ask me and then you say yes I'm gonna say I'm gonna leave at 6 p.m and then you don't last question is do you ever feel guilty when you've set aside time for yourself these are all examples of people pleasing. And of course, you know, we, we don't we don't necessarily do all of them to still have a degree of people pleasing within us. But this is an example of not very strong boundaries with ourselves and with others. And it can lead to people pleasing. But what it definitely can lead to is a lot of resentment. It can lead to burnout. It can lead to exhaustion. It can lead to frustration. It can lead to us feeling like we don't even know what it is that we want or who we are or what we need and feeling a little bit overwhelmed sometimes. So these are the things that can land up happening. Jodie has explained to us some examples of people pleasing. Next, we will learn what boundaries are in order to be able to set them successfully for ourselves. Okay, so first of all, what are boundaries? So the way that I define boundaries and teach boundaries is, first of all, there's three things that I want to share with you when it comes to understanding boundaries, maybe even in a different way. And the first thing is loving ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. So a boundary is a way that you demonstrate love for yourself, even when you risk disappointing someone else. In fact, you know, there's a lot of talk about self-care. You know, we always like, oh, self-care is so important. Self-care, self-care. The greatest way that you can demonstrate self-care is by creating and protecting your boundaries. It is literally the greatest form of self-care because it is saying, I value myself and I love myself and I'm going to give myself what I need, even if it hurts other people. Because ultimately, it is knowing that other people's happiness 
is actually not your responsibility. It is their responsibility. Your happiness is your responsibility. And so another way that we can get frustrated is when other people, we feel like other people are not respecting our boundaries and we feel like they should be doing X, Y, Z, but actually our boundaries are about us loving ourselves first. Boundaries are not about hurting other people. They're about loving myself. This isn't about others. This is about me. The second thing I want to share with you, which might be an aha, is that the boundaries are guidelines for how other people should treat you, respect you, and interact with you. Boundaries aren't about telling people, do this or you're not in my life. Boundaries are about saying, if you want to be in my life and we want to have a great relationship, this is what I need. It's like a user guide. Your boundaries are your instructions. How to get the best from me? Here are here's what you need to do. These are my these are the guidelines for how to get the best from me. How am I going to show up in this relationship the most happy and fulfilled? How am I going to be able to give you what you need in the relationship is for me to feel like I'm getting what I need. And so these are my guidelines. And then the third thing is boundaries is for, a way for you to protect the things that you value. Your boundaries are there for protection for the things that they value. They are there to help keep you in alignment with what you actually want. Oftentimes when we think about boundaries, we think about just sort of like walls, you know, like keep people out, say no, like be strong. No, boundaries is about loving ourselves. It's guidelines for how to interact with us. And it's a way of us protecting what is actually important to us. Once we know what boundaries are, Jodie has some important tips on how to successfully set and maintain your own boundaries, especially if you are a people pleaser. Okay, so how do we do this? The first thing, the first step that we need to do is to actually know what it is that we want and what our values are actually are. Now, for a lot of people who've been people pleasers for quite a large part of their life, they can actually find this a little bit tricky because you spend so long making sure that other people have what they need and thinking about how your actions will or won't um, impact on somebody else that you haven't really spent as much time thinking about yourself. So we want to start with kind of sitting down and really thinking about what it is that we want and what it is that we actually need and what your values are. Instead of getting mad at people because we aren't getting them and we aren't have, you know, we feel like our uh, boundaries aren't being set and we're feeling resentful, is actually stopping going, wait a minute, I don't think I've even made it clear what my boundaries actually are because I don't actually even know what they are. And so start with getting clear what you want. So for example, maybe you want career progression. Maybe you want to be seen as a leader. Maybe you want to earn more. Maybe you want to have a better work-life balance. Maybe you value family and family time. Maybe you want to have really great relationships in your life. So that is the very first step. So we know what it is that we want. Okay, great. So now we can move on to the second step. And the second step is to set and protect those boundaries. So if you know what it is that you want, then you can think about, okay, well, what would I need in order to be, do, or have what I want or value. So if you want, for example, to have a better family balance, to have better work-life balance, to have, feel more inner peace, what would you need in order to have that? What would be the bare minimum that you need in order to feel this way, to have this thing, to move the dial towards getting what it is that you want? So for example, maybe bare minimum would be um, two family outings, a month where there are no phones, no distractions, and it's pure, unadulterated, quality, fun time. 
The third thing that we need to do, and this is a biggie, is we need to then communicate our boundaries clearly, calmly, and confidently. And this is where a lot of us go wrong. We have them in our head. We're like, I'm leaving at 6 p.m. And then we get mad because somebody asks us to do something at quarter to six and we get mad at them. But we never actually said to anybody out loud, I will be leaving 5.30, three times a week. That is what's happening. <laughs> you know, like we've never clearly actually told anyone this is the bad. We've never actually said to our mother-in-law, you know, I don't want the kids to eat candy. Like we've kind of said it in a maybe a passive aggressive way. We've hinted at it or we've sort of, oh, I wish you wouldn't. Like, but have we actually clearly and calmly and confidently communicated, this is what I need in this relationship. This is how I need to be spoken to. So I'm going to give you some tips of how you can do that. So the first one is to communicate your boundaries in an I, not a you way. So it's I need, I will, I won't versus you must, you mustn't, and you have to. You makes it about the other person and it really is not their responsibility. It's got nothing to do with them. Your boundaries are about you. So you you can be saying, I need, I will, I won't. So for example, I need to leave at 5.30 three times a week, not you mustn't give me work after 5.30 because I'm leaving. I don't feel comfortable when people speak to me in that way. And so I am removing myself. When you, now we can say you, are happy to talk to me in that way, then we can have this conversation. So it's not saying, don't speak to me like that. Like it's their job. You're saying, I'm not comfortable with how you're speaking to me. So I'm going to step away. So if you want to speak to me nasty, if you want to have this conversation, then I'm happy to have it. It's going to happen like this because this is what I need. Why then what is the next strategy? This is brilliant. And you can use this for all kinds of things, but it is particularly good when communicating your boundaries. So for example, we might say, because I am working on my health right now, it is really important for me to attend this particular gym class or this personal training session three times a week. So I will be leaving at 5 p.m. So that's another way that we could communicate our boundaries. I need X, Y, Z. That is why I'm asking you to please do this, this, and this. If you want to talk to me, if you want to engage with me. And it's always remembering like this is your user guide, right? People have a right to say no. They can go, well, that's not how I want to talk. And then you can go, okay, then we don't talk. Then we, then this relationship isn't going to go anywhere. That is what we mean by having boundaries. You're saying, this is what I need. And the person can choose whether or not they want to do it, but then you need to know what will happen if they don't. All right. The next strategy is what to do when you've said no to something and people keep pushing you. Now, I want you to just understand that when you start to set boundaries and you haven't in the past, it's a learning curve for everyone involved, including you. And so we want to have a period of time where we're like patiently reminding people about what our boundaries are. So you will be tested because it's habit, like how people treat you has become habitual. And what you have learned to accept from people has become habitual. And so it's going to be this like little teething period where you say, nope, sorry, I have to leave at 5.30. And someone's like, oh, but can't you just do this one thing first? Because you've done it so many times before that they feel like they can just push you a little bit. So this is this teething period where you need to stand your ground with whatever your boundary is. And so the strategy that you can use is that maybe, but... So as an example, I had a client, total people pleaser, said yes to everything and was learning to set her boundaries. She started to say no to certain things. And so her manager asked her to do something. She was going, I think she was going away on holiday. So she didn't have a lot of time. Her manager gave her something to do. And she said, 
unfortunately I'm not going to, I'm going away. I've got X, Y, Z to complete before I go. So I won't be able to do that for you. If you need it done before I go on holiday, it's best to ask somebody else in the team. If it can wait until I get back, then I can do it. That is a beautiful way of maintaining boundaries and being super clear, right? She said, why I'm going away. I've got these things to do. And this is what my boundary is. I can do it for you, but only when I get back. And if you need it before then, you're going to need to ask somebody else. And her manager pushed her because she was not used to getting a no from her. So she was like, yes, but you know, you're the person who, and we really need it by this date and da, da, da. And so she implemented the strategy that I taught her, which is that maybe, but so she calmly listened to her, give her all the reasons why she should just this one time not adhere to her boundary. And she just calmly looked at her and she said, that may be, but I'm still not going to be able to do it before I go. If you need me to do it, I can do it when I get back. If you want it done sooner, somebody else is going to have to do that. But she's a people pleaser. Saying no is incredibly hard for her. And so when someone's pushing back, it's even harder for her. And she just kept with it. It's called the broken record. That may be, but we're combining actually two techniques, the broken record and that may be, but, and eventually there was this moment where her manager just stopped and then said, Oh, you know what? You're right. Like I always ask you to do these things because I know I can count on you. I should ask somebody else. And that my friends is how we maintain our boundaries. We have to be aware that there's going to be a teething period that we need to teach people what it is that we're now going to be moving forwards with. And by the way, in every single situation, they don't all apply. So sometimes it might be you use the I need, I will, I won't. It's not about over explaining or justifying, but it is about standing in your in your needs and being very, very clear about what that is. The last technique here that I wanted to share with you is expectation, reality, and then impact. And this is like a formula that you can use in order to communicate when your boundaries have not been met, when you've been clear about what they are, or if you have been disappointed by someone and you want to explain why you're disappointed and how your boundary was crossed, you might say to them, say, for example, I was really hoping that you be home by 7.30 and we would sit down as a family and have dinner. That's the expectation. That's your expectation. It's what you were hoping for. It's the way that you thought things were going to be. So I was I was hoping that you would be home by 7.30, we would sit down as a family and we would going to have dinner together. And I expect that if that's not going to be the case, that you would let me know, you know, beforehand so that I don't have dinner ready for that time. But what actually happened is you only arrived at 9.30 because you went for drinks after work without even letting me know. And the impact of that is dinner was cold. I felt really hurt and like I wasn't even a priority for you. And I felt really disappointed. Can we talk about it? So it's a beautiful way of talking about how your boundaries have been crossed and having a conversation about them moving forward. And then lastly, just a quick note on this, and that is, it is important when we are talking about having boundaries, that we respect our own boundaries and that we respect the boundaries of others. Sometimes people who have very flimsy boundaries themselves can be a little bit guilty of being annoyed at other people when they stick to their boundaries. And I need to respect my own boundaries. If I've said I'm not going to look at my phone after a certain time, then I'm the person who has to take responsibility for that. And so it's just as important to respect our own boundaries. So when you go back to what is it that you actually want and what do you need in order to feel that way, some of those boundaries are going to be boundaries with yourself. So for example, not scrolling on social media as much is a boundary that you need to have with you. And so only you can adhere to that boundary. And if you're not listening to your boundaries, then how can we expect anybody else to? That was Jodie Goldman on setting and protecting your boundaries when you are a people pleaser. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Every Woman Network podcast. 
continue your career journey on the Every Woman Network or by logging into your personal dashboard at www.everywoman.com.